Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, hi, is this Libby? Hi, this is Libby. Libby, it's Sue Tab. How are you? I'm okay. Thanks, Sue. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. We're going to record this. It's for a show called Exceptional Women that will actually air on Sunday morning at 730. And I'm hoping you have about 20 minutes for us. Okay. Yep, Art's got this under control, I think. Okay. (laughs) I think he did promise us 20 minutes, so that'll be good. He'll keep us us honest. All right. Hold on one second. Are we ready to record, Kendra? Yes. Okay. Let me just turn these down. Okay. Welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and today our guest is Libby Boyce, who is here to tell us about her incredible son, Cameron, a beloved actor and activist who passed away after a seizure due to epilepsy last year and who they are honoring with a foundation that is continuing to spread positivity and awareness around the work that was so important to him. Good morning, Libby. Good morning. So your son, Cameron, I think most of us know him as a very talented actor from the Disney series, Jesse, films like Descendants. But by all accounts, he was so, so much more than that. In just 20 years, he had an incredible impact on the world. Every article I read, every interview I have watched, I have to tell you, the same adjectives keep coming up. Wise beyond his years, thoughtful, kind, positive. Tell us a little bit about your son. Yeah, I mean, Cameron was just um, kind of a light in this world, Um, somebody who never, ever said anything negative about anybody, Um, was just incredibly thoughtful and kind and, you know, just an amazing human. Um, You know, never mind all that he did in terms of his acting and dance and, and so on, he was just probably you know and he was an angel on this earth he just he just was um you know he was um a dancer which was because of the musical um i don't know he just had a musical musical thing about him Mm -hmm. um he couldn't there wasn't music that was playing that he didn't interpret with his body just not to be watched, but because he couldn't help it. Yeah. Um, and he just very early on um, was so, um, he was, they, they called him like an old man, like an old soul. Yeah. And he just, he was just incredible. Um, and once the acting took off 
and it was something that he found such a passion for, um, and he had a voice. He began to do a lot of philanthropic work just because of how he felt about human beings in this world and, and, and knowing that he could actually make impact for people who are disenfranchised or people who need, you know, just inspiration or anything like that. So it, it was an incredible 20 years. And you, um, after he passed, you and your husband began a foundation in his honor, the Cameron Boyce Foundation. It's an organization um, that you not only started in his name, Libby, but you so honor his legacy and, and you're continuing his work. I know you've accomplished so much in a short period of time. Tell us a little bit about some of the um, some of the causes that you've that you've uh, that you've donated to and that you're working to build awareness around. Sure. Um, yeah, well, when Cameron passed, he had been working on something called Wielding Peace, which really was about finding creative alternatives for young people who maybe don't have a role model or have a lot of parental guidance, um, finding uh, creative outlets for those kids who otherwise might, you know, get negative or pick up something violent or just go down a bad road, basically. And he found creativism so important in his life. So he was into playing guitar and playing ukulele and singing and photography um, and painting and just anything creative just gave him so much um, to his life, writing poetry. Um, so he just found that it was just so important for you know kids to have that kind of outlet. And so he founded Wielding Peace, which basically he had started to uh, do images of young people with something that they find peaceful, as opposed to quote unquote wielding, a, um, you know, a gun or something violent. Mm -hmm. And so he started Wielding Peace, had done some photos. So what we've done with that through the Cameron Boys Foundation is. Um, provide funding for some agencies that do the same kind of thing with young people. So we have uh, a partnership with Inner City Arts here in L.A., and it's for young people who um, generally come from disenfranchised communities, communities where it's harder to find the creative arts available, mm -hmm. uh, and they get a class, and they teach them dance, they teach them photography, drama, multi uh, multimedia, um, all kinds of things. And so we've partnered with them and provide them with funding to provide some workshops on work wielding peace for young people. So right now we're doing a workshop where kids are learning photography with the subject of wielding peace as sort of their backdrop and what they're taking pictures of in terms of what inspires them. In addition, because Cameron died from epilepsy, we have been working on um, research for epilepsy, in particular uh, SUDEP, which stands for Sudden Unexpected Death in Epilepsy, which is what uh, Cameron died of. We are looking for young um, researchers to get into the field of epilepsy and to do research around SUDEP so that we can end epilepsy and end SUDEP. I know, too, I saw a, a clip of Cameron speaking, um, and uh, he he said, and he, I still can't believe how young he was and how 
much foresight he had at 20 years old, but he said, we all go, what you leave should be bigger than you. Who knows that at 20 years old? And how is he able to accomplish so much? Because I feel like he did leave something bigger than him, but most of us can't do that when we're only 20. Yeah, um, I can't can't answer that other than to say he was just very conscious of the world around him. He was very... He watched everything, heard everything, and absorbed everything. And, uh, you know, I, I do happen to be in the social service field. He noticed what I did with homeless. Um, you know, he his nana was a very, is a very involved because in the civil rights movement because she was one of the Clinton 12. Yes, I read he that. Was, yes. You know, he was just somebody He was surrounded who, by it, but that sometimes doesn't mean that no, you translate. yeah right yeah That's that right, he right. actually absorbed it all and that not only that I always say it's one thing to say oh I'm really you know into this cause or that cause and I know I have you know a 20 year old daughter and but to actually mm-hmm. act on it the way he did mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. use his voice and his platform and to understand the power he had and to be able to use that in a positive way to me is unbelievable yeah yeah yeah, he he definitely any he never turned down an opportunity to help somebody or you know to go to children's hospital or to do um, you know anything that would help especially young people just feel good basically. Yeah, I just who he was. I can't explain it. Well, you should be very very proud of that because obviously as parents and grandparents and all the people he was surrounded with, the bar was set high. Yeah, yeah, but he set it higher for the family, so we all we all feel like we have a big you know big shoes to fill. Yeah, and I know that you you said you're working with um, uh, the Ep- Epilepsy Foundation and the Sudep Institute. Mm-hmm. What have you learned from that partnership that maybe you didn't know about epilepsy, and maybe we don't know, or the listeners don't know? Well, I didn't know a lot about epilepsy, and that's really unfortunate because. Um, when he was diagnosed with epilepsy at 17, you know, we were not given a lot of tools or a lot of information. Um, and, you know, because he had so infrequent seizures, it's not something that we thought out a lot. Mm-hmm. But what we found out, um, obviously, it's very, very common. There's one in 26 people have epilepsy. Wow. Um, as well as, yeah, as well as the fact that it can obviously be very, very debilitating. Um, kids that have it at a very, very young age who start having a lot of seizures generally have a lot of, have a lot of challenges in their life. Um, obviously, Cameron was different because he got it much later and he only had a few seizures. Um, but, you know, we really just weren't given tools. We didn't know that the fact that he had seizures in his sleep actually made him prone to this thing called SUDEP, which obviously we hadn't even heard of. Right. When they told us that he died of SUDEP, we just thought it was the way they were describing his death, not that it was actually something that other people have. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, and, it, and you know, we always thought he was very safe because he was having his seizures in his sleep. So he would just wake up and have a headache. Right. Um, but, you know, there's so much information that's out there about epilepsy, but I'll tell you, there's just not enough attention on this disease because uh, it's so common and we know so little about it. 
Um, and that's why we are very, very focused on doing research uh, to do a better job and to learn as much as can be learned to impact those people who are living with it um, and finding new ways to reduce the seizures that people are having. I mean, that's the most important thing. You don't want to have seizures. Uh, so we've learned a lot. Um, and, you know, I don't, I say this sometimes that I don't know that that would have saved him, um, you know, because of our circumstance in particular, the fact that he had him in his sleep and, you know, we right. couldn't watch him 24 seven, but uh, just that to have more tools, to have more knowledge will help in terms of reducing your risk of seizure and how mm -hmm. you handle your life and how you pay attention to it and the things you do and do not do. Um, so that, that's the, the sad part of this. I do, don't think that there's enough education. I don't think people who have epilepsy get enough information. They're not armed with information. The other thing is that there's so many different types of epilepsy that there's different treatments that need to be used for the different types. I was going to ask that because that yeah. I was going to ask you that because I've heard of many different forms and I was going to say, how do they know how to treat which one and or do they? Right. Yeah. I mean, not they don't. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the bottom line. There's 40 different types of epilepsy. We don't know what type he had, um, you know, because he wasn't having seizures. They don't really know how to treat it. If you don't have seizures, then they can't change your medicines and so on. So there needs to be a whole lot of research on that front mm -hmm. um, in terms of learning about the different types and the different treatments. And obviously, the more they know, the more they can treat it appropriately. Yeah. You guys have done some amazing work, and it's, it's only been a little bit over a year. Um, talk about what you're most proud of in terms of what you've been able to accomplish in the past year, and then what kind of other things are sort of on the radar in terms of the foundation and your focus. Right. Um, I think the, uh, the proudest, I think, he, that Cameron would be of us is around epilepsy, even though it was something that he wasn't particularly focused on in his life because it, it didn't really impact him greatly. Um, but I think the epilepsy work and just learning what we've learned and talking to who we've talked to, um, being connected to CURE, which is Citizens United for Research on Epilepsy, um, and doing their annual event and meeting tons of people who taught us so much about this disease um, and just being so committed now to um, finding a cure for epilepsy and for SUDEP. Uh, I think the wielding piece is really just starting to take off. Um, obviously, that will have big impact for our young people in our, in our lives here and in the world and in this country, because I think right now in particular, the young people are really where it's at. And I, we're leaving a lot of mess in their hands. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm very hopeful from what I see from young people and their ability and how conscious they are about things that are going on in the world right now. Um, and so I think that anything that we can do, any life that we can change, and I'm hoping that we'll change lots of lives. I know Cameron changed a lot of lives. I've heard from so many people, young people and older people, uh, just how he has inspired them to be a good person and to find things that they love in life. Um, I think the fact that we got the foundation up so quickly, got our 501c3, 
so quickly and that we are trying to do everything that Cameron wanted to do in his life. We're trying to do that for him. Um, and we continue and will continue to be that voice for him. He has uh, a circle of friends that are doing the same thing, that are very involved in the foundation and that are helping kind of drive, especially the young component of that. Yes. Um, and so we just feel like with those folks, with his circle, his village, um, we will continue to have very, very big impact. No, I don't have any doubt about that. I, I know um, you have a daughter, too, and his own sister called him Sunshine in Shoes. <laughs> is she involved in the foundation yeah. as well? Yeah, she, she is. I mean, she's a, she just graduated, and she's going off to college. Um, oh, has, good for her. Life. Yes. Well, we hope she's actually going to off to college, right, <laughs> if they actually have classes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's coming to Boston, and uh, I believe they are starting classes. Oh, she's coming to uh, Boston? She is, Oh, yes. I'm uh, psyched. That's yes. great. Good for her. She'll yes. love it here. Yes. Yes. Um, and she is, um, you know, she loved her brother. They were very, very close. Um, she's, uh, you know, somebody who uh, is, is um, you know, private, uh, mm-hmm. so she does. Uh, help in any way she can. She's helping with his, um, he, he had wanted to start a clothing line. And so his stylist has started that. They had started before he passed, but his stylist has moved that forward. And Maya is very involved in that work. Oh, what kind of clothing? Athletic clothing? Um, it's, it's more streetwear. Okay. Uh, we started with a few items and we're adding, we're adding items um, as we go along. Uh, for example, right now they're they've released a nude label, so it's sort of different colored shirts that you wear according to your skin or whatever makes you comfortable. Oh, I love that! Um, and just love the skin you're in is what it's basically about. And so she's doing some work on that today, as a matter of fact. And we all need that in the time that we're in right now. That is such an important right. message. Again, he was head of ahead of his time. You know, to see how that fits into what we're all going through right now is just crazy. Um, He also had, we only have a few minutes left, he also had some projects he worked on before his passing. Um, Are we going to see those come out, Libby? Well, the the things he was working on were related to the Thirst Project. He did a lot of work around the uh, uh, clean water for the world. And so we continue to support that organization. Um, and there were some other things he was working on, um, but m- mostly related to the um, clothesline and jewelry line and, hang on a second. Oh, the movies, movies. Well, yes, <laughs> he has a movie called Runt, which um, was shown at the Mammoth Film Festival. Oh, okay. Uh, and yes, it was. And then COVID hit, unfortunately. Yeah. So there's not a lot of movement. In yeah, the exactly. Right now, uh, but we're hoping that that will be released. He also did a um, special with HBO, which is being released this this month, um, around being a child actor and what that means. And I haven't even seen it, so we're looking forward to seeing that. I mean, you know, we when we see these things, it's very, very bittersweet. Um, just seeing him is hard and mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but, yeah, 
So, you know, I wish he had done more so that we could be watching him forever. Yeah, I think that you're not alone there. He had so many. He was so beloved, and he he was one of those child actors. You know, a lot of child actors get a, a bad, uh, you know, rap, but yes. he, he proved all of those things wrong. He seemed to really... Yes. Uh, have his head on straight and he was just such a you can just tell he was such a good kid and and very talented I mean just so talented Um, before we leave and we only have a couple minutes left Libby and um, I could talk to you all day but I we do want to tell people who are listening um, how they can find out more about the Cameron Boyce Foundation if they want to donate or volunteer or however they can get involved if you could give out the website and maybe talk a little bit about how people might get involved Sure. Um, well, I would definitely encourage them to look up the Cameron Boyce Foundation. Um, dot org. Okay. Um, uh, there's a lot of information there, and we're releasing a lot of different information every day on Instagram. And but the website is definitely a place to visit. Um, and we just appreciate people to really go there, check it out, see what we're doing, and um, you know. Donate if they can, but most importantly, hopefully be inspired by him, do good things for others, find ways that you can volunteer in your community, um, you know, something that you're impassioned by or that you feel strongly about, do something about it. Pick something up creative that makes you feel good, but whatever it is, whatever it is that you've been waiting for to do for years and scared to do, just do it. Um, you know, he wasn't scared of that at all. He, he, he searched that out. And, and I just want to say, you know, on the, on the child actor front, there's a lot of amazing people, young people who are in the child acting uh, field. And, you know, unfortunately, the visible ones is the ones they talk about. Are the but negative stories the that we hear. Yeah. The negative stories. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are the visible ones. And they're, you know, there's there's a lot of them. I'm not going to lie, but there's also there's a lot more incredibly brilliant and uh, young people who are very talented, who have a very good grounding, who are doing amazing things for their community, and we just really appreciate that and and encourage them to continue those, those efforts as well. Such a good point. Thank you so much. Again, it's the CameronBoyceFoundation.org if you want to find out more about Cameron, about the foundation, about how you can give, about doing good work out there. Thank you so much, Libby, for for basically sharing your son with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I can do the intro and the outro and all that after. I mean, I did the intro, but I can do the joiner in the outro if you want. Um, she was good. How much? Yeah. Okay. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. Today we're talking to... Oh. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. Today, we're talking to Libby Boyce about her son, actor, and activist Cameron Boyce and the foundation she's established to honor his like I don't want to say she. Foundation she and her husband have established. Sorry. 
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. Today we're talking to Libby Boyce about her son, actor and activist Cameron Boyce, and the foundation she and her husband established to honor his legacy. Cameron, described as wise beyond his 20 years, always used his voice and his platform to promote positive change. Let's get back to our conversation. Libby Boyce has been our guest on Exceptional Women this morning. We thank her for the incredible philanthropic work she's been doing to honor the legacy of her son, actor and activist Cameron Boyce. The Cameron Boyce Foundation now celebrating one year and their efforts to further the causes that were important to Cameron continue to be the focus of their work. We wish them continued success in using their voice to promote positive outcomes. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It is our honor and privilege to shine a light on the change and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We'd love to hear from you if you know someone who is making a difference. Just email us or send us a message on our Magic Facebook page. I'm Sue Tab, and along with my co-host and producer Kendra Petroni, we'd like to invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 7.30 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.